You're listening to the Empowered Woman, Badass and Unfiltered Podcast, a place for inspiration, empowerment, and personal development. Showcasing badass women from all over the world, giving tips on personal development, mindset, and healing. I'm your host, Olivia, transformational success coach for spiritual female entrepreneurs. Now let's dive into this episode. Welcome back to the Empowered Woman, Badass, and Unfiltered Podcast. This season, we are in our most impactful guest season. And I'm so excited to bring back Andrea Moses. She, like, she was back, we recorded a year and a half ago, and she shared her amazing story of recovery. And since then, I've kept in contact, and She's done so much. She was a contributing author to a book. She started her own cleaning company. She has just done so many things. And I'm so happy to bring her back as just like inspiration to so many people. So Andrea, I'm so happy to have you. Thank you. I'm glad to be back. This is so exciting. (laughs) So give me a little rundown of like, what have you been up to since the last time we talked? Um, I have been working, 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 and working. Um, so that's been good. Um, I transitioned in April from my full-time job at the airport and working my cleaning business to just going full-time. I had no plan, no nothing. I was just like, I'm not going. (laughs) And that's exactly what I did. Um, of course we have rough moments. Entrepreneurship goes up and down. Um, I had a little dark time during that time. I'm human. I have problems just like anyone else. But I am back now, and I feel like so much better um, with myself and how life is going. Things have just been like great. I've just been busy, but it's the type of busy that I've been like anticipating. Like it's coming, it's here. So I feel I know there's something greater past this point. So that's what I've been doing ever since then. That is awesome. Yeah, I, I've been like because I'll, I'll I'm I'm friends with you on TikTok. I'm. You know, and so I'll, I'll like see some of the cleaning ones and everything that you do. And man, like, yeah, that's I'm addicted to TikTok. I'm so addicted to TikTok. Like, I'm so addicted to TikTok. But I love it though because I'm able to um, show what I have and what I have to offer. But then now I'm getting to the point where I'm more comfortable with myself um, being as awkwardly weird sometimes as I am. I'm comfortable with me now. So you'll have little sprinkles of like, what I'm actually like outside of being like a business owner. Like she actually has a personality. She's pretty cool. So I'm getting more familiar with like being, hey, this is me, take me who I am. It is what it is type of thing. So it's been great. I love TikTok, honestly. I love all of my social media platforms, but Facebook and TikTok, they kind of go hand in hand. Yeah, I'm so over Instagram. Like I'll get on there. I, I use Instagram. I repurpose content there, but it's just like. It's, it's not there for me. <laughs> I get the most feedback from Facebook and TikTok in ways that I need to keep myself going and get information out to other people. And um, it works. So that's my, what I use. So it works for me. Yeah, I absolutely <laughs> agree with you on that. And I mean, just what what are some of the things that you um, have implemented in your life? to keep you going because I know one of your biggest things that you want to get across is like just to keep going yes that's one of my main things is to keep going but I've also 
been back on my healing journey. Like I said, I did have a, a space where it was kind of dark for me and I felt myself getting backwards. And I'm like, heck no, I'm not going back that way. We got to go forward. So in order for me to do that, I have to like kind of get myself out of that dark space, but I had to want to do it. Um, since I've done it before with like recovery and all. So I understand how it is to be back there. So I'm like, nah, I'm not going back. Um, so with that being said, I had to implement, um, like a daily ritual for myself. Like I open my blinds as soon as I get up, I have a whiteboard. My whiteboard has affirmations on there. If I don't put something on there daily, there's something that I've already written when I prepared it for the beginning of the month. Um, I'm always jamming music in the morning. It's always feel good music, something that's gonna get me in the mood, whether it be gospel or just a song that makes me feel happy. Um, my morning facial routine, like I take care of me in ways not just, it's just not, uh, it's more mental. I make sure my mental is fine so I can have a peace of mind. Um, I'm kind of learning to accept life comes as it comes, you know? So it's how, what, what do you make of it? Like life happens. Like you go, you don't expect to get a flat tire when you leave home, right? Mm -hmm. But like, are you going to let that mess up your entire day? Like life happens, you get it fixed. You, you're going to be frustrated temporarily, I would think, um, which is normal, but like, don't let it like control your whole day. So um, accepting certain things as they come, um, just trying to work on me as far as my communication, because sometimes I, I have realized I've kind of sucked with that. I thought I was doing well, but hey, I got to look back in the mirror, like, what am I doing to, you know, so I have to do a lot of inward work um, on myself so I can be a better person for myself and other people around me. I love your um, self-awareness and personal accountability. Yes. That. Like, it's just like, you know, I... I'm not so good at this. I'm not so good at, you know, for me, when I get mad and I take it out so bad on my husband, I'm going to just be honest with you. I, I like, <laughs> I like lose my crap because I'm like, I'm going to just feel the emotion. And I'm going to let it go. Well, he doesn't always just let it go after I didn't let it go because I didn't put all this negative energy on him. Right. So I'm really, one of the things that I'm really trying to work on, because we just had our seven year wedding anniversary and we're doing our vision board together. And we're really trying to like, become better right, right. And the first time we've done a vision board together like we've done goals together but mm -hmm. we haven't done them in in this sense and i'm a i'm a big vision board person i got one up there i got two over here i got one right. in like i'm a vision board person so um it's just like you having those affirmations mm -hmm. for you to look at too it's it's very similar i'm i'm so big on like starting your morning off you right. have to. Mindset. And even, you know, even when you do have those dark moments, because girl, last year, last year I had a very, like, I was, it was like a, um, the, the super spiritual pe people call it like a dark night of the soul. Uh -huh. uh, oh, God, that was just, it was so difficult. And I understand like this, the world, everything goes in seasons and learning for me it was learning to lean on god so much more even if i was just boxing with god and just be like why 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 are you making me go through this why right. why do you have to you know <laughs> but um it's that still it's that morning it's that you know being self-aware and you touched on all of those things because it's, it's yeah. so true I had to, because like, even like in my dark space, when you've mentioned that you have to like learn to lean on God, this is a very honest moment for me right now. So what I'm about to say is very honest and real. So I was so in that dark time, I was so upset with God. Like I stopped praying. 
literally stopped praying. I stopped reading my Bible. I stopped listening to church, watching church. I completely stopped listening to gospel music. And it was so bad. It was so, so bad. And it was like towards the end of me coming out of it, I was just driving around Houston at one point late at night, mind just going. I was like, try to put on the gospel song. Just try. Mind you, it had probably been four to five months before I had even played anything. And as I'm driving, I'm listening to this song and I just started crying. And it was like an outpour of like, like like I had to lean on him. Like I had to let it out. And let him take control of what was going on. And that kind of jump-started my process to get me out of that dark space. It was more like, okay, you can do this. God got you. You can do it. You can do it. So it kept me going to try to dig myself back out of that hole. And in order for me to do that, I have to realize what, what could I do differently so I don't go back there. So that, that was going to have to cause me to look at myself because everything's not always other people's fault, you know. As sometimes it's us, you know. So it took a lot of work, I said, inwards to be for me to be able to like, okay, Dre, this is where you're messing up at. This is this is what you need to work on. And it's going to take some work. It's not going to be easy, but you can do it. So that's what I did. And it's just it just progressively got better and better. So that's where I'm at today. I love it. <laughs> and I mean... There's so much benefits after you go through the dark time, you take the time to be reflective and you look in on it and you're like, okay, this is what I can do better. How do you, how would you say you handle stress now versus a year and a half ago? A whole lot better. A whole lot better. I'm honestly, I had a situation yesterday where it could have been a situation where it affected my livelihood. But from when the first time when I knew it, from that day forward, I never, never worried about it right so i'm like i'll give it to god like I, I did not worry about it but you know how the devil tried to sneak in and that morning of yesterday i was a little worried before i went in there so i have to go ahead and take it back but most of the time i deal with stuff as it comes and try to respond to stuff differently because i mean if you're just gonna be mad and upset the whole day, like what is that gonna change like nothing so I kind of accept what it is, work through the problem. I might get frustrated. I, I have to come back to it, but I make sure that I get it done. You know, I don't I let it affect my entire day like that. Right. Because the moments are just the moments and you got to yeah. let them go. Like, yeah, you have it, to. Like a car passing. Like you see it, you you know, but you can't just stay focused on it. You got to let it go. Like, yeah. So. Yeah. So how, so. I feel like you've surrounded yourself around different types of people now. Um, not so much of I have let certain situations go, but I've also learned to accept the people that I do have in my life for people that are genuinely there for me. Um, I'm a hard nut to crack. Um, it's I will put you through not willingly or purposely put you through all of these tests because I don't trust you, but my trust has been so messed up with things prior to that. Like it's child like I have to do these certain things and I and I realize you're the people that you have in your life now they deserve to be here mm-hmm. so why not you know share certain things with them and it works because I open up they open up we kind of connect on deeper levels now so um I just accept it for the people that are, I know how to I'm getting to the point where I know how to pick who needs to go where and and, you know put them in the category that they're in and leave them there it's a couple wow. things I still struggle with but I have to place them where they need to go so it doesn't affect me. And I can have the people that genuinely love me there so they can see me for who I am and what I'm going through and vice versa. We have the same conversation. How did you learn to implement some of those boundaries? 
that you um wanting to do it honestly a lot of the, the things that i've learned about boundaries came from recovery recovery taught me a lot of things that i still to this day implement in my daily life because um when you in addiction and hurts to have, have certain mental health issues and stuff you kind of allow so much stuff to happen to you knowing that you don't need to but I'm having to learn to like set those boundaries and kind of stand firm on them um, because otherwise I'm going to be in a different space. So mm -hmm. I have, I learned it from recovery. So I was able to implement that and I had to want to do it, you know, because it, it's not easy to try to put boundaries on people that you love and they're looking at you like, well, you're not allowing me to treat you like this anymore. This is weird. You know, you have to deal with that too. And then you kind of wonder like, dang, did I go too far? No, this is what you're supposed to be doing. You have to teach people how to treat you because if you allow anything to come in, then, I mean, there's no boundaries. So you just allow all kinds of stuff to just come in. So that's going to cloud you again. So you got to set the boundaries. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I don't know if you're like me. Like, I used to be a people pleaser. Me too. I, so it was so uncomfortable. Like, it would hurt me to have to say no to things that I needed to say no to. In the beginning of that shift of like really establishing those boundaries with mm -hmm. people because it, it's not comfortable in the beginning. Right. You're talking about, they'd be like, oh, set, set boundaries, set boundaries. But then when you're actually doing it, actually implementing it, it, it is not something that's an easy right. thing to do. Because most of the time it's, it's towards people that you love. So it makes it harder to do because you have to like, like staying your ground and I, I was a I'm still like that my nature is just to uh, like if someone comes to my house I'm a good great host I'm gonna feed you I'm gonna cook your food I'm put you I'm just I have that nurturing spirit so uh, sometimes people take advantage of that so it, it's hard for me to set those boundaries because I'm naturally like that so it's like how do I stop being nurturing to people but sometimes got up set the boundaries because otherwise what's going to happen? You're going to be having your feelings hurt. So. Oh yeah. What, what is one of the best things that has happened in your life since we last spoke? Um, I have a full-time schedule with my cleaning business. I probably have a day off and it's not really a day off. Like Tuesdays is my days off, but I'm still working and doing little things that I can do at home. Um, but just to see my schedule with my business, like fill up, like I have a schedule now, like I have things to do, you know? So that part, and it's consistent. Like I have uh, reoccurring clients now, uh, whether I have, they get their weekly service or we have something to do bi-weekly, like, and, and it's been consistent. So it fills my schedule. I have three Airbnb properties that I help clean for um, and they're pretty busy. So I'm busy all the time. I'm always doing something to try to better myself or better my business for my life in the future. So and that's one of the biggest things. Congratulations. That, you know, you. especially like your business success, you know, and, you know, overall lifestyle changes that you've made. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a year and a half ago, did you think you would be where you are right now? No, absolutely not. I really didn't because um, I was at the airport. I was always stressed out a lot because I was maintaining a full-time job along with my business. Um, and there's things that I had outside that I was dealing with where I was being 
more so of a caretaker to a certain situation. So that was pulling me in one direction. I was being pulled in so many directions. And now my direction is to kind of focus on myself so I can be able to, you know, have clear direction on what I need to do and how I need to do it. So as of now, no, especially not the mental. I have a different sort of peace within myself now. It's a different kind of peace. Like I used to feel like I needed to be around people sometimes just to like feel okay. Mm -hmm. I'd be at home by myself, minding my business, like literally minding my business. I'm either cleaning, doing some work, listening to my music, pampering myself, something that allows me to focus on myself so I can give back to me. Because I mean, you can't, like they keep saying, you can't pour from an empty cup. It's just not It sounds like you learned to love Drea. Yes. Yeah. Because being comfortable being by yourself is something that like you have to do when you really like love yourself and you love your own company and you enjoy, you, you're just good, but with you. Mm -hmm. And so I understand like with, with things like you had to look in the dirty mirror, as I like to call it, you mm -hmm. had to yourself and, and see the things that you wanted to improve on and, and accept the things that aren't going to change and right. just love you. And I, that is so beautiful. I'm so, oh my goodness. Cause that is, <laughs> people don't talk enough about the, the emotional changes and stuff like that and building up that toolbox to really be able to handle those dark moments. Cause, cause life happens. We right. love people, recessions come, you know, people betray us. All of those things happen. You know, we screw up, we, we right. make mistakes, you know? <laughs> like, right. I learned in recovery, like it's okay to feel. Mm -hmm. It's okay to feel like that's a normal, human thing to do is to feel. So many people feel certain stuff and then they don't talk about it. And I was that person. I was suppressed and suppressed and suppressed. I was pulling out certain things from my memory bank and recovery that I didn't forgot that I had even suppressed. But now, like, I feel like I overshare. Some people feel like I overshare. But I'd rather be open with what I'm feeling and to be able to talk about it and say it out loud and work through it and be okay because some people don't do that. Like, they don't do that enough. We're taught to just, like, tough it out and keep moving. And you're suppressing. And then you're carrying around all of these feelings and emotions. Then two years later, you wonder why you blow up from something that happened two years ago. Because you didn't give it a chance to, like, express what you were feeling at the time. Talk about it. Make a solution and move past it. Like, so that's another good thing that I had to implement. Like, if I'm feeling something, I tell you I'm feeling something most of the time. I do pick my battles because sometimes you have to do that too. <laughs> but um, I do try to acknowledge my feelings and talk about them. I um, I don't know what it was, but last year I um, decided to start a sobriety journey. Like, so I stopped drinking. I stopped smoking weed. I just lived, started living this sober lifestyle, right? Mm -hmm. And... I also left my day job at the time and I was going to focus on coaching this podcast. And I kept my, my restaurant job, like my serving job because like income and it's, it's good money. And, um, I need to be around people. Like I'm such an extrovert. Like I need yeah. to be around humans. Like I can't <laughs> do my mind. I'm too, I'm too real for that. Um, 
but I started to realize that I was numbing so many things mm-hmm. and I, Oh my goodness. In November, like, so I started this in October last year, November, I started dealing with childhood trauma. December, I was, um, I had like the worst panic attack of my life. Like, oh. And I mean, I was just trying to like calm myself down. I was doing different breathing techniques. It was so hard to get to change the chain of, of thinking. And then a few weeks later on Christmas morning, I woke up and I did not want to live anymore. I was so like, like I was so, so depressed. And I was still reading my Bible. I was doing all the things. I was, my house was clean. I was getting outside. I was, and I was just like, I don't understand. And then I started reading a book about suicide and like the, just the different causes and stuff like that of, of what will lead you to, to places. And I battled with suicidal thoughts since I was like six years old. I've never been diagnosed, but I know what it feels like to want to kill yourself. So, yeah. um, and it was just like, it was just thing after thing after thing. And it was just like, man, I just keep getting beat down. And it took me, it, it took me about five days to, to get myself out of that situation with the mm-hmm. help of God and, and, and gratitude and change of perspective. Because like you said before, you have to want to do mm-hmm. that. You have to want it for yourself. Mm-hmm. And um, we're going into a season right now where I know a lot of people are struggling. A lot of people are struggling in general, but I find that more people tend to struggle during the holiday seasons when it's supposed yeah. to be so happy. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I've got my my mindset on these things, but what are some of your um, tips that you would give someone that's having struggling with a hard time? Um, it's the mindset. Like it starts so much with that. Like I used to be the person that when holidays came, I would be emotional or whether that I'll be frustrated, upset, mad, whatever. Um, but now I'm like this year I'm cooking food at my own house. Okay. I can make my own meal. Okay. I don't have to worry about who I need to call, see who's cooking what. I'm going to make my food here. So, I mean, it's all about the mindset, like, and then be able to accept what is and certain things that you can't change currently, you know? It's not like it can't be changed at all. Um, just try to make the best out of the situation. You have to look at it differently, not, oh, no, it's the holidays. I can't deal with this. I can't deal with that. And I mean, it is hard for a lot of people. My situation is not, my situation could be a lot easier for other people. Some people might be dealing with things more deeper than why I didn't like the holidays, you know? Um, but I guess it, it's trying to change the perspective. Even if you're doing it for a couple of hours, like that's just, it'll be a new day. Like there's another day that's going to come behind it. If God says the same, there'll be another day coming behind it. It won't be Thanksgiving no more. It'll be a new day. So guess what we knew, do a new day is you start it off new and fresh. And I mean, it doesn't last. It, that's one thing about the holiday. It doesn't last forever. I mean, it's probably a day or two. Sometimes people hang out with their families a week or so, but it's not long term. It's not something that does not have an end date (laughs) most of the time. Yeah. So know that it's temporary. It's temporary. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because you'd be feeling like those feelings, like when... When you're in those dark places, you feel like that that stuff will last forever. You feel like yeah. it's, you know, you can't, you forget what joy feels like. You mm-hmm. forget what the good times are. Yeah, like, you get sucked in it so bad. You can get sucked in it so bad. Like there is no, you just see there's no way out. There has to be no way out. And you just go down and down and down and down. Then something in the head has to, the little light bulb has to come on and like, okay, well, 
got to get yourself out of it. Sometimes it's not even you. Some people, other people influence you to like, okay, girl, it's been two, three days. Got to get up. And that's, that's a good support system because sometimes we can't do it by ourselves. Sometimes it takes the encouragement from other people for us to want to be like, okay, maybe she's right. Let me just try it. You know, so being able to talk to people about Mm -hmm. it, not keeping it to yourself. Yeah. Um, that is, you know, that is very, very important. Yeah. Um, I just, I just got on this because I know that you know, you know, you shared, you've been through a dark time. I, I know how you are. And I know that it's like, that's a big part of continuing to grow and continuing to keep going is building that resiliency muscle and being able to handle those those hard times because yeah. you can't just oh it's oh it's so easy to keep going when you ain't got struggles in your life but i'm sorry i don't know anybody that doesn't have a single struggle in their life right and it's so crazy because when i first got admitted to mhmri in 2018 for uh my mental health i had a therapist that would come see me every week right and at that time i was i was somewhat open to talking but then like she took me kind of too fast and then really i kind of have to develop a a deeper relationship for me to talk about those things that make me uncomfortable. So it kind of went so fast. I didn't get a chance to like kind of open up with her about certain stuff. But I, I really remember her telling me, you know, you're very resilient. And like, I've heard the word before. I kind of knew what it meant, but it never stuck to me as a person because I didn't feel like that. Because I'm like, dang, I just, I come out on the other end of stuff all the time, but it's never clicking in my head because I'm so focused on what brought me to that point. Like what went bad and why, how I can change it and blah, blah, blah. And now as you're telling me that, I know that I, I bounce back every time. Like with the help of God, I get up. I don't understand it. it be times where it can be 12 hours to something terrible can just end my life or just can be devastating to happen to me. And for some reason, something within me and with the help of God, I always, always get back up. Like I can fall <laughs> back on my face, but like I'm going to look up and get up like that. I have to keep going because I can't allow myself to get drowned in the things that's going to keep knocking me down. Like, I can't do that because, I mean, what am I going to accomplish at that point? I have to keep getting up. And that's why I try to tell other people around me, even if they try to come to me with things that might be, um, they may have troubles with. I've been through a lot of stuff. So there's a lot of stuff that I can relate to. And if I haven't been with through it directly, I, I'm very, I'm a very empathetic person. So I can sympathize with you as you go through your moment and allow you to have your moment. But at the same time, um, I allow them to have their moment, go through their emotions, but I try to end it with something positive so they can be like, oh, well, maybe she's right. Because those type of things, when you get that encouragement sometimes from other people, when you can't do it for yourself, it, it helps a lot. It really helps a lot. Because sometimes we, we're in dark places so bad that we don't even know. So sometimes you got to hear from somebody else. So I try to always encourage people to keep getting up. And I try to share my, my testimony and my story with other people. Like I would have never thought I would have had a book out. I have a book out. I've been on a podcast. I'm back again on the same one that that gave me a chance for the first time. It was my first podcast. Still to this day on my social media, that link to my podcast is still on my page. Because I'm very proud of the things that I've accomplished in this amount of time. I would never thought that my schedule for my business would be full. Like I handle, I'm getting to the point where I'm handling things as they come, but I'm I'm not allowing the certain, the little inconveniences is what I call them. They're just small inconveniences that happen throughout the day. I don't allow that to dictate my whole day. And I just keep getting up. 
I just have to keep getting up and I encourage everybody else around me to like, keep getting up. You can do this. Even being in addiction, that's hard. Dealing with mental health, that's hard. There's so many people struggling with so many things. Like it, it can be times I'm scrolling on social media or Facebook, Facebook, TikTok, or whatever. It can be people I, I don't even know. And they're telling their little story or they might be going through something they share with social media. And I don't even know who you are, but I, sometimes I might leave a little heart, leave a little sweet message because you never know with the small things that you're doing that you can help somebody else. So even if somebody that's homeless on the street, like if I got some change, I'm gonna go looking for some change and I'm gonna give it to that person. Cause then you have those other people that are negative. Like, do you know what they're gonna go do with it? That's not my place. Right. I did it from a good, a good place. It's, it's me wanting to help someone else, no matter what they've done. I've been in addiction. So I, I get how, how it feels to be that. It takes a lot of courage for somebody to stand on the corner. People don't realize that. You know how many people will be ashamed to stand on a corner with people can see you, like they can see you. So it takes a lot to do that. So I just try to encourage people to keep going. Like I've been through a lot of things and it's not, things, they get better. They get a lot better, but you gotta wanna do it, but it gets better. Um, last time I asked you like, you know, what do you think was next? And you, were, you weren't really too sure, but you knew you was going places and you have been. And it's, I can't believe it's literally just been a year and a half and you've done so much. So. I want to know, um, what is next for Drea? In what direction are you I don't going to know. I really, honestly, I don't know. But I know there's something big coming soon. Because I all of that stuff that I've been through to get where I'm at, that was just prep work, okay? We, we haven't got to the big chunk of things. But I know something is good. It's coming from this um just like I got invited back to be on this podcast. I was so excited to come back and like update you and talk to you and everybody and share my little inspiration to other people because I mean, it, it can happen for anybody. It can happen for anybody. So I'm just excited for, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm giving it to God because I don't know, but I'm okay with not knowing because I know where I'm going. God's going to take me there. He just placing me, placing some things, putting them in line. So I can go to the next step. So whatever it is, it's going to be good. And I trust it. <laughs> amen. Amen. Well, I've got your links linked below. Is there any other place other than the website that you would like to TikTok? I need your TikTok. Yes, I need to get, I need to get you links for Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. I'm active on all of them. I'm not as active on Instagram, but I want to be more active so I can maybe reach whoever I need to reach, you know? So that's something that I want to personally work on, but I will give you links to all, whatever it is. People need to come and come look at me, talk to me, get some inspiration, laughs, jokes, whatever. I'll give you whatever you need to be able to have the information that they need to reach me. Awesome. Okay. Well, those will be linked below, guys. Drea, thank you so much for being back here and giving me so much <laughs> motivation and life today. And I, I greatly, greatly appreciate you. Of and course. It's been so much fun watching <laughs> your journey and I've just had so much excitement with it so yes of course continue to stay in touch <laughs> of course thank you for having me of course thanks for listening to this episode of the empowered woman badass and unfiltered podcast if you found any value in this please consider sharing and subscribing now go out and be a badass